Businesses are leveled out. Growth is minimal. Problems are increasing, just like Frankenstein. It's alive, but you can't tell. There's lots of things wrong, and you don't know what the heck they are. How do you fix them? What are they? Do you dare try to fix it and risk ruining what you've already got? We're going to talk about it on today's episode of Business Choreography. Listen, there's a lot to learn when growing and scaling your business. That's why we created the Business Choreography Podcast, where we talk about choreographing your marketing, operations, and sales into dynamic systems that increase your revenue and your impact. We'll explore solid business principles and discuss all things that make businesses dance to success with clarity. We'll help you figure out where the holes are in your business and what you can do to fix them. Think of us as your official business choreographers, aka your insider growth strategists. Remember, your choreography matters. Welcome to the Business Choreography Podcast. What's up, choreographers? Michael Johnson here, and I'm excited that you've joined me on today's episode of the Business Choreography Podcast. Today, it's just me. You got me and you. We're going to have a ball working on this and talking about this. And as usual, the whole goal is to lead you towards some great choreography and some ideas that can help you to make it through to that next level to scale and grow and do the things you need to do on in your business and to your business that can help you take it to the next level. So I'm excited to talk to you a little bit today about this concept and this idea. It's the uh, Frankenstein concept. It's easy. I talk about this all the time. Somebody asked me, well, what is business choreography all about? Well, we go into it a lot in one of the previous episodes. However, the analogy that I oftentimes give is it's a lot like taking a Frankenstein, this business that you have, and I know how it is. I've created multiple businesses, and I'm sure you have too, but here you are in a business that is making you money, but it's turned into this Frankenstein. You've patchworked it together. You've brought in this piece, and you've brought in that piece, and you took this idea and that idea, and you've kind of patched it all together. You lit it up with some clients and some people coming in the door, and it's alive just like Frankenstein, right? But what did you create? What did you make there on the other side of what the idea was? So many of us are passionate about the thing that we do, right? Maybe it's personal development. I had a personal development company. Maybe it's tech. Maybe you created a software or some type of service that you went to school for, and now you're performing that service for your clients. But in the process, you love the thing that you do. But now you're having to run this business so that you can do the thing that you do. And now maybe you're stuck inside of that business and you figured, oh man, maybe I got to keep it going in the same way. And just like we talked about in the intro, you know, baby, maybe your business is leveled out and that happens. It happens to all of us, it happens in business. Why is it doing that? Sometimes it's really hard to see because you created this Frankenstein and it's alive, but you can look at it and you say, you know, something's wrong, but I'm not sure what it is, right? And maybe growth is minimal at this point. Maybe you can see something small or maybe it's not as, as active as you'd like it to be, or maybe it's even headed the other direction or even worse than all of that. Maybe you can't tell what it's going to do. 
Do you know where it's headed? Can you see it? Can you read the stars, right? Read the fortune, right? Have you been able to roll the dice on the, on the table and say, yep, that's what's going to happen? Well, you can, believe it or not, you can look at the numbers, you can look at the things going on inside your business, and you can figure it out. And that is indeed helping fix that uh, Frankenstein uh, business. Now, we're going to talk about how to do it. I'm going to give you some ideas on how to do it. So hang with me, right? We also talked a little bit about the problems increasing, how many of you have been inside your business. And you can see that there are problems continuing to grow and, and continuing to happen. And yet, you know there's a source for those problems. You know that something is actually causing them. But it is so hard to identify because the monster is alive, right? And that's that's what actually challenges so many business owners. I know I've been there. You've probably been there too. And just like Frankenstein, you can see it looks human and it acts kind of human, but at a certain point it starts to do things. That's your business, right? And it starts to do things that you're like, Ah, oh, what is that? And so you constantly look for it. So today I'm going to give you some ideas and some tips on how you can actually address that. How do you fix it? How do you take what is seemingly impossible to see and, and dismantle it without, and this is the important part, without breaking your business? Because I know just I've been there, you've been there, maybe you're there now. You look at it and you go, well, I know there's problems. I know we're not growing like we could be growing, but I don't want to touch anything because I'm afraid to break it. I'm afraid that maybe it was a fluke. Maybe it was an accident that I was successful. That's just a little imposter syndrome. We all go through it. All business owners go through it. We go through this phase like, oh, it's working right now. I, you know, I hate to mess with it. And I know, and this is like that old cliche saying, but my grandfather did say it. He used to say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But that's not true. He didn't actually believe that. He would constantly take me down into his workshop in his garage. And we would go and we would take apart the lawnmower. I'd say to my papa, I'd say, why are we taking apart the lawnmower? Is it broken? He goes, nope, just giving it a tune-up making sure it stays working properly and at its optimal for a long time to come. I said, well, why do we have to bother doing that? It, it's working. It's not broken. He goes, yeah, but it will last longer. It might not outright break and then you need to buy a new one if we can just take care of it along the way. So just like that Frankenstein business, all of a sudden, it you know, it turned into this Frankenstein monster and you're like, oh, to do? How do I fix that? Well, same thing with that lawnmower. Sometimes you got to take it a little bit apart and do it quick enough and fast enough. It's got to be a quick strike so that you can go in, make the adjustments, tune it up and let it then soar and take off. And almost always, every time we did that, say for example, with the lawnmower, every time we did that, we'd put it back together. I'd go out and mow the lawn and it would always work better. It was always more efficient. The grass was always cut cleaner. The, the lawnmower always acted better. It was amazing. It was almost easier to do. 
And you don't notice those things as you go along because after about you know, a season of cutting the lawn with that lawnmower, you don't realize it got a little sluggish. The motor wasn't going as well. The blades weren't sharpened and your job got harder and harder, but you didn't notice because you just kept doing what you normally do. And then it got a tune up and then bam, there it was working at optimal capacity. And that's what we want to do. That's what we always want to search for as a business. I know you've probably been there. Maybe you're there now and I hope this helps. So here we go. Here's the juicy stuff. Are you ready? We're going to talk about a few things, just a few tips, and I love this. We do this all the time with the businesses we work with. We do this all the time, and I'm going to share my screen with you. If you're watching this on video, then you'll be able to see it. So I'm going to share this. Let me just take one second. I know some of you aren't watching on, on video, but um, but I'm going to uh, do that. So if you're if you are watching on video somewhere then you'll be able to see this just fine. So here it is on video. Uh, oh, add to the, there we go. I added it to the video. Here we go. So we're talking about our choreography triad. I call it a choreography triad. We know triangles are awesome, right? But this triangle, so if you're uh, listening to this, you can imagine a triangle on the screen. On the bottom of this triad, we would call this define and articulate. Define and articulate. And that's it right there. DA for short. Define and articulate. This is the base of the triangle. What we have to do, no matter what system or what department we're looking at, no matter what we're working on in your business, the first thing we go in and do is we have to define and articulate what's happening. Not only so that we can figure out what the holes are, but so that we can define and articulate what the positive things are. And this is why things go wrong, right? Because sometimes people go in to fix stuff and they don't define and articulate the things that are going well, the assets, the things that you already are doing that make your business tick. We've got to define and articulate the good and we've got to define and articulate maybe some of the not so good things that might be uh, creating operational drag for your business. This is a big deal. So that's the first thing, right? So we take and we look at that. Now, where do we look at it? We look in all your departments. We love to look at your marketing. We like to look at your operations. We like to look at your sales. Those are three main drivers in the business. Now, you can actually look at that in your HR, in your legal, in your other departments, in your executive suite. There's lots of places to be able to look at these things, right? But the first step is to define and articulate what is going on. Right. If you can't define it, if there isn't a solid SOP there, that might actually be the first problem that is existing. And this happens, especially when you go through your growth phase. So if you're in that space where you're like, I can't seem to make this grow anymore, it could just be because you have not yet defined and articulated what's going on. Now, finding the holes is a little bit more of a challenge, and that's for another conversation. But let's talk about the next one you see over on the left of this triangle. We call it EA or execute across. Why? Because we now have these defined and articulated uh, systems, protocols, 
calls, our SOPs, all of the things that are happening to make the company tick, whether it be in the marketing operations or sales. And now what we're going to do is we're going to figure out how to execute those things across the departments, whatever your departments are. Now, like I said, I love to talk about marketing operations and sales, and that's because those three things are sort of the juggernauts. Those are the things inside your business where we can make the biggest amount of uh, of movement where we can do the best tune-ups and we want to define and execute so that we can execute across or sorry define and articulate so we can execute across each of those areas so we look at your marketing and we figure out how to execute across to your operations we look at your marketing and we figure out how to execute across to your sales this is super important, right? As you figure out how to do that, for example, if you're doing it from marketing to operations, inside of that, there's a little machine that's happening. If you look at it from your marketing to your sales, inside of that is the messaging, right? And that's how we execute across. And there's a lot of choreography that goes into that. But as you look at it, you've got to figure out how to execute across the departments. And this is where people mess up so bad in their businesses because they think they can have these different departments operating on their own accord without any cool choreography to make sure that executing across is a possibility. Now we have to measure everything. And that's the last side of the triangle, M-E for short. So we go D-A-E-A-M-E. You can see those if you're envisioning it and you're listening to this podcast and watching the video, then you can imagine that third side of the triangle is how we measure everything. We measure everything. And this is a big deal. I can't tell you the number of times I go into a business and they aren't measuring anything. Ask yourself right now. Come on. Be straight up with yourself. Are you measuring everything? Oh, Michael, I can't measure everything. Yes, yes, you can. There's always a way. There's always a way to measure it. And if you can't measure it, you can't improve. And this, I'm just going to uh, digress for just a second. I'm working with my son. He uh, loves mountain biking. And we're working on his uh, his lungs and his ability to breathe during this. And we're working on getting him stronger in his legs. And so we've created a workout regimen. And he asked me, dad, why are you writing down all this stuff? He's writing down all the data, writing down the numbers, the times he was doing, how many we did, how um, how far he went, the distance, how much he was pushing, what level he was pushing on, because we were doing it on a stationary bike to, to do some of his training. And he said, why are you writing all that down? I said, because if we can't measure everything, then we will not make progress. We have to measure everything and we have to find a way to measure everything. Even if you make up the measurement uh, way, the scale that you're going to measure by, it doesn't matter. At least it's measurable. At least you have something to measure. And that is huge. And that then loops back to define and articulate. And so we can actually use that, that define and articulate on how we're going to measure everything. We're going to define it and articulate how we're going to measure it. Now, for those of you watching, you can see in the middle of the triangle, we have profit and efficiency. That's because when all three of these pieces of the triangle of the choreography triad come together, they create profit and efficiency. 
This is a big deal. So all of you listening to this episode and talking to or listening to me talk to you about the Frankenstein business, right? Have you created a monster? I would imagine it's possible. I've created so many businesses and I have gone down that path. And sometimes you create a monster and uh, it's, it's sketch, right? But you can fix it. And you can fix it by starting with this choreography triad. I hope this has helped you today. I hope you'll go and you'll look at this and ask yourself, how can I use this? And then move forward from there. And I hope that it will make a big difference in your business. I know it has for all of my businesses that I've been able to use this on and be able to help people with. So I know it will help you. So take this and use it and actually do something with it. Take action. Go fight the Frankenstein that maybe you've built. And maybe you're in that place where it's like, oh, it's just a little Frankenstein. It's just a little baby Frankenstein. That's okay. Go fix it anyway. It's okay. That old saying, don't fix it if it isn't broken, that doesn't really apply when you're trying to optimize, create growth, and scale the heck out of your business. Because wherever you and your business are at right now, I promise you, you can go higher. I promise you there's more. There is some more that you can go. Sometimes you just need an outside perspective. And I hope today with the choreography triad that this has provided a little bit of outside perspective for you to be able to go and utilize this cool triad to help your business. All right, guys, that's all I got for you today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And with that, we're going to kick it out to the outro. And we'll see you next time on the Business Choreography podcast. Every business needs choreography. Choreography in your marketing, your operations, and your sales. That's why we created the Business Choreography Group. Come and join an amazing group of business owners developing their choreography to help their businesses grow and scale. Go to bizchoreo.com slash group to join us today.